1: Welcome to The God Pod. I'm your host of hosts, the good lord of the most, the one and only Almighty God. Thank you for joining us as we attempt to restore order to the multiverse. Today on The God Pod, comedian and impressionist Matt Friend is here. You are going to love this, human. Stick around. And after that, we'll discuss the latest in the goddamn news. So our guest today is incredible comedian and impressionist Matt Friend. Matthew was a guest on The Today Show in July 2020 and his impressions were featured on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Matthew has also been a guest on Good Day LA and Fox LA's The Issue Is. Throughout the pandemic, Matthew has grown his TikTok to over 300,000 followers. Matthew won the 2019 Keenan Thompson Ultimate Comedy Experience at Caroline's on Broadway, was a host on HQ Trivia's game HQX, and performed stand-up comedy throughout New York City. He can do over 250 impressions— ranging from Rami Malek to Barack Obama to Johnny Carson. He was named by Thrillist as one of the best celebrity impressionists on TikTok. You really have to experience it. Welcome to the Godpod, Matt friend.
2: Thank you for having me. And, and and what a what a list of credits you read there.
1: Well, it's great to have you here, Matt. I met you on Clubhouse, right? Yes, we met on cl- we met on the old CH. Yeah. Yeah, I get made fun of a lot here. For yeah. spending so much time, do you get made fun of for spending time on Clubhouse? Well,
2: we're in an interesting time. I don't know if you knew this, where no one can go anywhere or do anything. Right. Uh, so uh, <laughs> it's been no one's making fun of me for. It. I mean, it's just I I have been spending a lot of time on this app and making connections and meeting people, and uh, yeah. it's been it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how it is used in a post pandemic world, whenever that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying it a lot.
1: Yeah, me too. I, I think every. you know what? Post pandemic world, everyone's going to be like, okay, I went out to the club. I went on vacation. What's on the internet. Um, <laughs> yes. Or people will
2: just be at a club on clubhouse, you know, you never know. <laughs> right. Going so to the, the bathroom board. board. Yeah.
1: So you do all these impressions. I, I saw this the other day, Dr. Fauci saw your impression of him. Let's play this video and hear his reaction. Just a few weeks ago, a comedian named Matthew Friend did an impression of you on our show.
2: I want you to watch it and then assess. Well, what you need to understand, Alex, (laughs) is I am so glad to be here right now because I am indoors with no one around me so I can finally have my mask off my face. I can breathe again. More and more people should be wearing masks, as you know.
3: So so what do you make of that? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: he did a great job Alex.
3: (laughs) i've never seen fauci smile like that you really made his week
2: well i I was glad to be sort of a
3: (laughs) butterfly
2: effect in the life of dr fauci given how he's been in such a stressful period of time i could give him a laugh yeah no it was amazing i mean it was brief, but uh, it was so surreal to, to watch him watching me because I've been watching him so much, like all of us have been throughout the past year. And, uh right. it, was, it was crazy. I'm glad he laughed. Thank God. Thank <laughs> God.
1: <laughs> he seems like a really nice guy.
2: I, I agree.
1: Have you had other celebrities respond to your impressions of them? I
2: have had a few celebrities uh, respond and, and actually reach out, uh, which I can tell you more about post-show Uh, but no, I mean a few, uh, uh, say please stop. No, no. I I have had a few instances though. Yeah. Where, where the celebrity has seen it and commented on it. One fun one recently was Sebastian Maniscalco, who's a comedian who I love. Uh, and I do an impression of him and he was reviewing impressions of him on Jimmy Kimmel. That's how my impression got featured on that show. And then he gave me a B minus and he goes, I give it, I give it a B minus. And I was like devastated. I'm like, Oh my God, this is devastating. I work on this. then I worked a little bit more on it. And then three weeks later, the today show thing happened and he came on and surprised me. So it was like a full circle. moment. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, so that was crazy. And yeah, there have been some others. Yeah. Nice.
1: So who are some of your favorite impressions to do? Right. Howard Stern.
2: These days, de- the ones that you've been seeing me do on Clubhouse are, the- are some of my favorite ones. I love doing like the Howard, the Rami Malek, the Jeff Goldblum, Timothy Chalamet, uh, Mitch McConnell. Like, I-, I do a bunch. I mean, I've really only posted a few of the ones that I do on the TikTok. I'm going to start posting some completely different ones online. Uh, but the Mitch McConnell one's been a lot of fun. The CEO of Apple, Tim Cook. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of mileage out of. Good morning, Cupertino. It is so great to be here right now, and Jesus It's always, loves that. It's always so. Oh, yeah, Jesus loves Tip. But it's always. I
3: watch those keynotes. Yeah,
2: the keynotes. Yeah. I I love the keynotes, and there's a big event tomorrow. So I'm working on a new video, and uh, it's just oh, so boy. fun. It's a wide range of uh of people.
3: Yeah. And I have to say, I also um. I listen to Howard Stern a lot too. And like watching your Howard Stern for the first time, I had like an out of body experience because I thought I was listening to Howard, but it wasn't. I was just like, I couldn't
2: compute. Well, listen, I mean, I appreciate that. (laughs) And is that that Jesus who just said that? Is that Jesus? That's right, Howard. That's Jesus. I got to tell you. I got to tell you that, and of all the guests I've had on the show, I've interviewed people who are basically the human equivalent of a God. Right. But I've never actually had Jesus. And Robin wants yeah. to get Jesus on our show. So we might have to do that, but thank you. I'm so glad you enjoyed the Howard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my, one of my favorites is Jeff Goldblum. I love Jeff. Yeah. Campbell he
2: Goldblum. He's actually shared my impression of him recently and has been <gasps> commenting on it, which has been cool. And, yeah, he he's very fun. Uh, doing the Jeff Goldblum, it just every time you do it, you kind of have an orgasm. <gasps> like, ah, 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 yes, yes. Ah, ah. Uh, hello, very good. Yes. Yeah,
3: it's just it's very yes. jazzy. Yeah, yes. listeners yes. can't see it, but Matt brought props, too. He just put on aviator yes. glasses when he did the Jeff Goldblum impression.
2: The essential ingredients, the glasses, the purr, and the jazz. And then you have Goldblum. <laughs> glasses, the purr, the jazz, Goldblum. There you go.
1: That's the that's the secret to being a good impressionist, isn't it? It's figuring out the keys.
2: That's right. There's a musicality to it, especially to someone like Jeff. Absolutely. The keys is a, is a great way to put it. Yes.
1: Let's play this one. Uh, we have a, a clip of... Matt doing uh, John Oliver. Good evening. And welcome, welcome, welcome to me putting on
2: a face mask. Not putting on a mask during a global health pandemic is like being in an airplane that's going down and refusing to put on your seatbelt. I mean, what the hell (laughs) is going on?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know if he's seen that?
2: Some of his writers have, I, I think uh okay. i don't know if he's seen it directly uh that was yeah. part of a series i was doing like of celebrities putting on face masks uh like uh, for tiktok and <laughs> yeah i just did john oliver and i go what the fuck this is incredible <laughs> so fun <laughs> to speak like john and and uh yeah i've done like longer length parodies of john oliver like with way better writing around it as opposed to just me saying one dumb joke <laughs> but uh no i love doing john oliver too yeah and I just love... I'm a huge fan of his, uh, so... Yeah, of course.
1: Isn't this amazing, gang? Isn't this amazing? He he becomes the voice of that person.
4: Yeah. It's, it's like a
1: magic trick. It's incredible. It's amazing. It's really hot. It's really hot.
4: What is your process? Are you just watching them over and over again to get get it all down?
2: Let me just get out my whiteboard. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, It's... You know, people ask me about the process a lot. And, I mean, thinking about it, there is a process where... Uh, a, because I, I also really want to know a lot about the person because that helps to inform... Because I'm not trying to just be an impressionist. I'm also trying to be a comedian and have, like, dialogue behind it and, and writing. And so, I mean, it, there is a lot of reading about the specific person. It's a lot of watching interviews, listening to podcasts, much like this beautiful one I'm on right now. Thank you very much. <laughs> shut out God. Shut out Jesus. <laughs> uh, and just, you know, watching every interview, um, like movies, I mean... Ever since I was a little kid, I started doing impressions when I was four years old and I did an impression of Austin Powers and that's the first one that got me into it. I was very obsessed at a young age with comedy and I've always just been sort of naturally into show business and entertainment and I don't really think of it as a process. It's more of just, I I just spend hours and hours watching. I mean, I I I was the kid in in high school watching Johnny Carson, Rich Little, Don Rickles clips, Eddie Murphy, like uh, on my computer. Uh, and so, it's just absorbing and yeah, reading and just being obsessed with it.
0: Now, there's got to be one that's the most challenging. Like I'm sure mm-hmm. you can do all of them eventually, but there's there one you're like, ah, mm-hmm. you can't quite get it, or that was the most challenging. I think the you.
2: ones that are more subtle that you wouldn't necessarily necessarily think to do. Uh, for example, uh, well, up until recently, Army Hammer uh but uh god i don't want god to comment on this stuff but uh like army hammered like a very like very subtle voice like literally it's so crazy to be him it's like totally insane like he has this very milky quality to whatever he says like it just it's like totally crazy it just so, it's sounds insane. like
1: Seth MacFarlane to me oh really i think it yeah. sounds like
2: Tom Wams it sounds like Tom Wams Gams from the show succession You guys know that (laughs) show? Yeah. Hey, Chef. Hey, buddy. This is Tom. Thank you. Hey, guys. (laughs) How's it going? Uh, So I think the ones that are more subtle, yeah. And I mean, I try to keep my act and my impressions very current and hyper relevant. Like, I look at a guy like Rich Little, who back, I don't know if you guys know, like, back in his day, he was always doing the younger stars and celebrities. I actually saw him perform in Vegas uh, before the pandemic. And he has a joke. Like, his whole act is dead. So, wow. uh, but it's like my, my, thankfully my impressions are, are alive. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. So you're not going to do, you're not going to drop the Austin powers, uh, hanging out with Trump on us.
2: Well, I might actually do that. You never know what can happen. Austin's <laughs> a great guy and we can look into that actually. I, I haven't done Austin in a while actually, but, yeah. yeah.
1: but you know, when you start at four, it just sort of becomes part of your brain.
2: Yeah, right. it, it definitely is. Yeah. I mean, right. I'm, I, it, it's kind of it's a very obsessive quality. Like you don't want to be annoying about it, but like I have a bit which is I'll be in the bathroom alone and I'll be Barack Obama and I'll say, uh, Michelle, uh, where did you put the toothpaste? Come on now, this is crazy. What, what? What? Where is my toilet paper and floss? I don't know where it went, but it, it is definitely somewhere around here. So that is good. I'll just be alone oh, doing this. It's really, really great. It's like, really great, and, really and, great. and,
3: and it, it happens,
2: that. and it happens throughout the day. Like you ask about process, like I was walking with my sister. Like this, you could call me crazy. I guess, I guess, uh, I was walking with, like with my sister just down the street the other day, and I had my arms behind my back, and I was full on walking like Prince uh, Prince uh, Philip from the Crown because I was.
1: Trying oh, to get I his love wand. your Prince Philip. We've so, talked about him quite so, a bit lately.
0: So. It just happens. It's great because I I was watching you do the Barack Obama and I was like, that's kind of weird. And then I closed my eyes and I'm like, oh shit, there it is. You hear
2: him. You know, it it sounds weird, but when you close your eyes and you start to imagine that you are actually having uh, Barack Obama Ah, on your show, then you know that this is the real deal. It is not weird. That's fantastic. Because <laughs> I
0: look at you and I'm like, why is he doing an Elvis impression with his mouth? And I was like, no, it's not. It's amazing. But I
1: love I love that he's focused on, you know, flossing. Because, you know, you only hear Barack talk about big issues. So when he's zeroed yeah. in on those little Seinfeld <laughs> that's, issues. Like-
2: that's right. Like you'd think he'd be in the bathroom talking about climate change and COVID. but be- <laughs>
1: Where's your put the
2: toothpaste? Come on now. <laughs> Come
1: on now. Can I hear your... Uh- was that one we were just talking about? Philip, oh, so many. Prince
2: Philip. Prince, Prince Philip. Philip. Well, I do a bit on Prince Philip. we
1: recently <laughs> sent him to hell. <laughs> I do a bit on...
2: Is that what you, you guys... Yeah, I do a bit on Prince Philip, which is... Because uh, I'm so fascinated by the characters and the crowns speak. They each have this weird way of speaking English where all of their words go together. There are like no spaces in between. And I was imagining if Prince Philip sang the song Wet Ass Pussy by Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, no. And he goes... This is a very interesting subject. Now from the top, make a drop. That's some widest pussy. Yes, <laughs> that's some nice, moist widest pussy and deeds. I understand this concept of the widest pussy, this notion of the widest pussy. It's a very interesting thing, the widest pussy. It's Nobody's
0: ever heard of us. It. It's quite fascinating actually, the widest pussy. little. <laughs> Ipple dibble do, yes. Ibble, yes. Dibble, <laughs> dibble, dibble, dibble. We have this outline prepared, you know, to what we're going to talk about for the show. And I think right now it's just been rewritten to, okay, now do. And that's basically <laughs> <laughs> we're Yeah, doing. sorry. Now, sorry. Uh,
2: do you guys have any singles you can throw at me? I'm like a stripper up here. <laughs>
1: Which is so amazing. We, we yeah. have some other ones uh, queued up so that we don't have to, you know, you don't have to do them live. You want to play this uh, Trump one? Well,
2: to Harry and Meghan, I understand completely what it's like to feel trapped like a dog. Like a dog. You should have seen me in the White House. All those years trapped up like Mitch McConnell in his little turtle shell. Well, what you have to realize is, to Harry and Meghan, I understand completely <laughs> what it's like to feel trapped in your tiny little shell, scoopity boop boop, scoopity doo, like Ted Cruz in Cancun. <laughs> you know what, Mr. McConnell? You have to know that going to Cancun was my decision. I did feel trapped. By the outcome, just like Harry and Meghan, Bernie Sanders, what do you have to say, you radical leftist elite? (laughs) Mr. Cruz, you are a psychopath. I continue to say to Harry and Meghan, (laughs) I appreciate your honesty with Oprah, President Obama. How about you? Well, Harry and Meghan, I just want you to know that you can come over to my house anytime. I love you so much, and welcome back to America, everybody.
1: (laughs) Amazing! That's great great (laughs) simply amazing i'm never going to try and do mitch mcconnell again
2: i'm just i'm just (laughs) upset because in that one video i i omitted one of my favorite political impressions which is uh people ask you about what are my most obscure impressions i would say this might take the prize my most obscure impression senator chuck grassley
0: (laughs) oh and i started to
2: do it i started to do him when i was listening to the kavanaugh hearings and this is chuck grassley just this ask me any question
1: Chuck, did you uh, kill someone in Iowa?
2: Senator Leahy. <laughs> Senator Leahy, we're going to be motioning to the floor today. So, Senator Leahy, ask me one more question.
3: What did you eat for dinner last night?
2: Senator Leahy. <laughs> 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 just
3: <keeps saying. laughs> I
1: just only I say it's Senator very- Leahy. It's a very Iowa accident. Yeah. It is. Accident, accident. <clears throat> but uh, so though, that's just me. I love the Bernie though. <laughs> and well, the, well, thank and you so much. And the way it's he so says Oprah. Oprah.
2: Oprah. O- Oprah. Then he goes, in Amer- he goes, in America? America. We America. are coming to America, Oprah, <laughs> Oprah, America. <laughs> All
1: right. Yeah. So this killed me too, because I love the show Big Mouth. And I've seen every episode, and there's just a clip here of you doing characters from Big Mouth, uh, Family Guy, I think uh, Roger from American Dad play the clip jesus
3: lola oh my god andrew i just want to like pants you
2: you're being like super <laughs> <Coach> <laughs> Steve. all right my dude coach D man super good my dude all right my dude oh yeah take your pants off you're being so dirty <laughs> andrew oh, i don't even know what is going on what even is a tiktok Stewie. oh my god this is crazy where's rupert i love him he's so adorable Peter. oh my god stewie shut your mouth no one cares yeah joe Peter, you can't even do that. What's even going on? Roger. Okay, people, wear my chocolate. Uh, <laughs> oh my! God. Watching this back, I feel like
3: I'm clinically insane. I'm, <laughs> well, I did want to know. Yeah, that, I like how you're doing this outside in New York City. So people walking by <laughs> might be seeing this. Wait, you know, a lot of weird things happen in New York. So I guess it's not too. Bizarre, there's weirder but... shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. Weirder
2: shit. Uh, yeah. No, th- those are those are fun ones to do. I love I love those. Seth MacFarlane, Nick Kroll, Mulaney, animated shows, so. nailed
1: it every uh, single thank one.
2: Thank you. Yeah, the Rogers are a lot of fun too. I just like to talk about my Chocotiles and my PKM <laughs> sandies.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I feel like it's just a matter of time before they put you on SNL. You're too good at this, Matt. I'm seriously, just gonna say that to the universe right here and now. This guy is going places. What are some other impressions you're working on in the lab? Cause you got, you're always working on new ones, right?
2: Yeah, uh, right now I'm working on one that as Matthew Gray Gubler, the actor. Uh, as you guys know, you guys know him. He's like everybody <laughs> Satan, keeps telling Satan me. Satan knows. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, say Uh So I'm working on him. I'm working on Harry Styles more. Uh, <laughs> I'm working on actually John Boyega. <laughs> nice. Uh, really? yeah uh and also uh reggae gene i'm working on him too he is such a great voice i love that guy and from bridgerton his voice is unbelievable mm. i love it uh there's yeah. a but it, it's kind of like it kind of just sometimes i put in an intention like i want to like nail down one person but oftentimes just it just sort of happens where i'll just be watching them and talking i'll be like a parrot and then it just happens yeah
4: <laughs> do you get requests of different people to do
2: yeah, yeah, that does happen often. Mm. Yeah, people will be like, "Do this person like, what do I look like, like a like a magician?" Uh, but uh, <laughs> it does happen. It does happen. Yeah, it is.
1: It, you you feel like a magician. I mean, you know, <laughs> and the humans around you are probably like just freaking out because it's not just the the number. It's the the it sounds exactly like the person. It's incredible, the consistency. Well, I appreciate
2: I mean, it wouldn't be good. I mean, I wouldn't be on this podcast if my yeah. Howard Stern sounded yeah. like shit. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> if, if, if SNL doesn't hire you, uh, Howard Stern will because- Or we will. You could I do all of these for that. them.
2: Well, <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs>
1: So what what uh what made you want to do comedy for, from a little kid? You were four years old. Yes. Who did you see on TV that made you like? Oh, it was Austin yeah. Powers. We already said. Yeah, that. Yeah. No, I was gonna like, say you mentioned I said some like some horrible person. Uh, uh like, <laughs> Louis C.K.
2: Really? Yeah. Bill little, Cosby. Kevin Spacey. Bill Cosby. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, it was, uh, really my big one originally was Mike Myers. That was my right. my ultimate like my number one. And then uh, initial inspiration was like uh, growing up, I was very like very influenced by Seth MacFarlane. Mm. I think a lot of like comedians, young comedians too. I mean, like, obviously for me, vocally is is a big thing. I mean, A, Family Guy is one thing. I also just love the style of comedy that Family Guy uh, has created, like specifically through cutaway humor. Mm. I sometimes do that in my stand-up. I'll be like, this is even weirder than the time Mitch McConnell was caught at a drive-thru. I'll be like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I, just, like, <laughs> nice. so I, I like doing that kind of thing. Uh, and then Obviously, SNL is the big one for me, as evidenced by my "Everything About Me" and my <laughs> my username on Instagram, "Saturday oh, Night Live." And, and uh, Bill,
1: uh yeah. I, I just realized that. You didn't get that. No, I, I. God, you just realized
2: Saturday Night
5: Live is I'm a very busy Saturday Satan. Night Live. Jesus. Jesus. And,
1: Jesus and Satan, and all the Saints.
2: I mean, on SNL, big ones for me are like Bill Hader, uh, Phil Hartman. Uh, Phil Hartman's a uh, voice I like to speak like my sometimes. I like to talk like Phil. My all time uh, favorite. Phil, Bill from Hader. SNL
1: is, is Phil Hartman.
2: Yeah, Jimmy Fallon, Dana Carvey, Eddie Murphy. Uh, there's just Beautiful. too many. Uh, Hank Azaria.
1: Another Are you just popping into
3: for... impressions during the day, even if, like, you're not working at any given moment?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> does, does this <laughs> drive sure. your friends
3: crazy or family? I bet he <laughs> does it
2: in his sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, I, don't,
0: I don't know if, if Matt would agree or not, but it, it, uh, speaking of Dana Carvey, I think uh, with everything going on with Jim Carrey and whoever else was doing but Dana Carvey has probably one of the best Bidens. That I've ever heard. I don't mm. know if you've heard his Biden and that's got to be... I did. Yeah, he was on Colbert. That's yeah, yeah. a tough one, right? Yeah. That's a really tough one from my view. I don't know yeah. how you would view it but Biden, as an uh, impression of Biden, that's got to be tough.
2: Yeah, I'm working on my Biden. It's not where it needs to be. Yet. He's like, we, we got to work to restore the soul of America. <laughs> yeah. This isn't who we are. <laughs> dead honor. we got to come together. <laughs> yeah, we got to come together. That's the... We have to work. All this division, this hatred, we have to come together so... The, the hatred of America. Yeah. We'll you, we'll like it just, I don't know. Uh, yeah, he that, he is a tough one. So I, I'm going to get it down. It'll yeah. happen. Because, uh, I mean, it's weird because impre- my impressions can evolve. So, like, I was listening to my Trump impression from four years ago, and it was just not good at all. And then now it's become a lot better a lot more vocally accurate than it ever was before. That I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that I can tell you. So it'll, 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 it'll. I think incrementally increase. I'm working on like Matt Gates now too. That you. Oh. oh wow. Yeah, Matt Gates. Yeah, you got to show a lot of teeth when you do it. <laughs> you know, like this. Yeah. Uh, he's got a beaver face, that man. But um... I think
1: that's the thing that that really <laughs> strikes me from seeing you do it live is how much it is just mimicking the mouth. And the physical, uh, you know, attitude, even the posture, everything. Some are more mouth oriented.
2: I would say the, mo- the number one impression that's most reliant on the mouth is Rami Malik. He's just like, <laughs> hey guys, it's Rami. I can suckle in my lips like this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, yeah, thi- oh, I, I do physicalize, yeah.
1: Concierge. So.
4: Mitch McConnell feels <laughs> like it's neck oriented. Is that right? It's actually
2: chin. It's it's all in chin. the chin. Okay. Which y'all like this? and I do this, and I make my chance, and I go to... I make, I make McConnell, I make him really goofy. Like, I made up this phrase where I go, scoobity-boop-boop, scoobity-doo. And it, every time I do the Mitch McConnell, and everybody keeps commenting on TikTok, what is scoobity-boop-boop? What is scoobity? Has he ever said that? And it's just one of those things where I made this noise in the voice, I was like... And and I just I can't stop saying it. And it just works for it. And Mitch McConnell
1: uh, and uh Jeff Goldblum would actually be fast friends. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Yes, yes, uh, Mitch, I like your chin, uh, Jeff, I have to say your sense of style is very sexy, where can I get a jacket like that? Uh, Mitch, Mitch McConnell, you're ruining our society, Jeff, Mitch, Jeff, Mitch, you have to stop me, I can go crazy. <laughs> you have to stop oh.
3: <laughs> That's why I'm wondering, your friends must be like, all right, Matt, stop, we get it. <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I, I'm generating ideas. I'm like writing things down right. right in my notebook. I, I, I'm really getting a lot of ideas you're this I love that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. So you've you're, you've you've got over 300,000 fans on TikTok. What's that like? What's it like being TikTok famous?
2: Don't forget about Parler. <laughs> uh, no, TikTok's been amazing. I mean, it's really been somewhat life changing. I mean, it's uh, when I when the pandemic started. So I. At the beginning of the pandemic, I was a senior at NYU uh, and I was performing in comedy clubs on an almost nightly basis after class and working my way up through the clubs, really working like night after night and trying to to climb up. Uh, And then obviously the pandemic hit and like every industry was completely flipped on its head, especially entertainment and more specifically comedy. And I came home and I needed to find uh, some way to pivot. Uh, So that's when I started creating more digital content, posting on TikTok I started sort of a mini late night talk show from my house, from my parents' house in Chicago with my friend from NYU. It was a weekly show called Quarantine, where I was writing topical monologues and doing sketches, sort of like a mix of Tonight Show meets SNL, like for like a a shorter shorter form. And, and then I really started focusing on TikTok. And that's where just a lot of the crazy things in my career have happened. Uh, like the Today Show thing, I was discovered by the one of the executive producers at that show who found me on TikTok and like my manager uh, found me on TikTok as well. And wow. uh, just kind of crazy. Uh, so very, very grateful for, and, uh, for the opportunities that have happened and good day LA thing happened from TikTok. So it's kind of insane.
1: I think I speak for everyone when I say we love you, Matt. Thank you for the laughs.
3: Yes, I've I think not laughed that laughing hard in a long time. time. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> Thank you for having. I mean, uh, this has been so much fun. Yeah, and if you'd like to learn more about Matt Friend or follow him on TikTok or Clubhouse, go to his website at. Mattfriend.com.
2: Or my Instagram, yeah, at Matterday Night Live. That's the one. Wait, is that
1: a pun on
5: Saturday Night
2: Live?
1: Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it is. It Damn is. I'm a bit slow
2: on the uptake, okay? I think I made that when I was in like middle school or early high school. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I just I'm just not changing it.
5: Mine, yeah. mine was modest Yahoo 1234.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do move on to doing uh, the Me Damn News. You, you want to hang out? Sure. Yeah, I'll stick around. Sweet. <laughs> Hi, humans. I hope you're enjoying this episode of The God Pod. If so, make sure to follow us on whatever podcast app you're using. And then tell your friends and family about The God Pod, too. Your overly religious grandmother is going to love it. Believe me. And then, after your grandma has fallen in love with us... Get her to join the GodPod Patreon. For five bucks a month, she'll get an extra bonus episode of the GodPod every week. Join today at patreon.com slash the Or just Google search the GodPod Patreon. It's time for the goddamn news. Take it away, Jesus.
3: First headline, Fauci on gun violence. How can you say that's not a public health issue? Hmm. <sighs> Because all these shootings have been happening, many in the past week. I, I know that the interview portion is over, but you did just cue me up. And I can tell you that it's not
2: a public health issue, given the fact that it is not labeled a disease by myself. So there you go. That's the answer.
3: Well, why don't you label it a disease so they can consider it a public health issue? Well, I think
2: we should. And people should also be required to wear a mask every time you fire a gun. That's another one. That's a good
3: idea.
1: <laughs> or what if they put like a mask on the front of the gun? Yeah, bulletproof mask. A
2: bulletproof <laughs> mask.
5: Look, Satan loves nothing more than a good gun. That's uh, mm. I believe in, uh, everybody should be able to carry a gun. Everybody should be able to buy a gun, babies, uh, everything, you know, mm-hmm. orphans. Mm-hmm. Everybody should have a gun kind of all the times because you're not really safe if you don't have a gun. Have you heard that? You picked up on that
1: yet? Huh? Damn it, Satan. This is not the time for you to be bringing
3: that shit. <laughs> More people with guns is not the answer.
1: Not today, Satan.
4: As you know, I've been a huge advocate for bringing back dueling, bringing back swords. Correct. Yes. This is true. That's true. The yes. guillotine. That's what I am in support of. So if we did that, then we wouldn't have a gun violence epidemic.
1: Sword fights, axe fights, knife fights. Punching. That's where it's at. Don't you agree, Dr. Fauci? Four horses pulling you apart limb from
2: limb. You're yes. Right. You're
5: right. <laughs> that was honestly one of my favorites. My other favorite was uh they put you in a little box with spikes called <laughs> an iron maiden. Have, have you guys yeah.
2: been to one of those museums of torture? Yes. That's no, I'm not hell. screwed up. It's a blast. I went to one in London. <laughs> That's Good where time. I went. In London. In London? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why is that a a tourist attraction? Like the hotel concierge, (laughs) like you get to the hotel, And you're like, I'm with my kids, they're five and seven. What's a fun thing to do in the city? Oh, you know, you can, uh, maybe you can go on this big Ferris wheel. You can visit Buckingham Palace. There's a bunch of great restaurants. You can take some pictures uh, by this bridge. Oh, also go to the Museum of Torture. (laughs) Yeah, we would murder our civilians 400 years ago. That's exactly how it works. How old were you, Matt? How old were you, Matt? I I mean, like nine like not a normal age <laughs> not a normal age to go like like my dad's like taking pictures like there's spikes in the chimney what are these spikes used for dad oh they're it's a massage chair it's, it's for massages
1: <laughs> it really explains a lot because yeah i think that's too young to see all the very inventive and creative ways that humans used to torture each other it's sick yeah that shit stays with you doesn't it matt it 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 really does. Yeah. It it it
2: stays with you. Uh in fact it stayed with me so much so that I am talking to God about it right now.
1: So. <laughs> you never know when it's gonna come back. Yeah. You, you know, know, maybe in therapy this week.
3: They didn't have an exhibit on me, did they? No. no. You love the fact that I was tortured. That one's on that okay. Cross. Oh, I wouldn't great. say love.
1: I just think that uh, it I was I think a-
5: it's definitely fetishized. Jesus <laughs> on the cross. People are into that.
1: Yeah. Hot. Sometimes they make him look all <laughs> swole and muscular and oiled up. That I'm okay with. And the abs
3: are like.
5: Or like Hollywood skinny. Yes. Hollywood skinny? Yes. Um, there's skinny and then there's Hollywood skinny. Everybody knows the difference.
3: It's unrealistic, <laughs> folks.
1: Anyway, moving on from torturing Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah.
3: We got another comment from Fauci. He commented on the GOP vaccine hesitancy because I think 45% of GO- men in the GOP don't want the vaccine. He called it quite frustrating, right, Fauci?
2: It is an enormously frustrating thing, I would agree. And <laughs> when you look at all of the data that's been amassed uh, throughout the past over a year and to still see people who are this smart and in these positions of power, and it's 45% of, G- of GOP men in the country. That shows that this concept of herd immunity is, no, is not going to be feasible in America. It's just not going to happen when there's such a large segment who are never going to do it. It's going to set no. us
3: back a lot. <laughs> no. Agreed. Agreed, Mr. Fauci.
4: <laughs> Look, COVID has made my job impossible, okay? I've filled to the brim with assignments, okay. And first, I was telling people to wear masks. Nobody listened. And now I'm telling people to get the vaccine. We need people to do that. I got, I just got my vaccine. I'm a Pfizer baby. And you know oh, what? Nice. The first thing I did was I went to the most dangerous place I could think of. Where was that? I went to Mar-a-Lago. I went to Mar-a-Lago, Mar-a-Lago. You guys. I thought you were gonna.
2: I thought you were gonna say the Museum of Torture in London, but there you go. We do
4: like
3: callbacks on this show. <laughs>
0: How bad is it when when death is coming forward and saying, "Listen, you need to be careful." This is death talking. Death is like, "I, I just I don't want to see you. I want you to be careful." That's basically what you're saying, isn't it? Death, you want people begging not? you.
4: Yeah, begging you. I, I don't want to kiss you guys. I don't want to give you guys the kiss of death. <laughs> Tired of it.
1: You know, it's uh you can't you can't fix stupid, you know. I gave humans free will and I really mm. regret it. Because these idiots are just going to be like, I'm never taking that vaccine. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, Matt, do you have a good like Trump supporter? He'll be <laughs> <'Cause-> <laughs> well, uh
2: you, uh, you want me to sing you my jingle? Maybe <laughs> 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 like Northern, turn the lights down. Love, love. I think like that's just the go
1: to country. That's the music on. That's,
2: He's that's a just country singer, too,
3: folks.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, you, you can't, you can't, you can't make them do it. So I'm sorry, death. Yeah. But uh, you're going to be seeing a lot more of them.
4: Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yep.
3: So alien sighting department of defense confirms leaked video of UFOs is real.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Do
3: we have any insight here to share? God, was that you and your spaceship? Maybe. Yeah. They well, on camera.
1: you know, the aliens are real. Everybody's always asking me all the time. Are they real? And it's like, I say the same thing the NASA scientists say, which is like, yeah, duh. What do you want? <laughs> of course they're real. We got one right here with Roger the Alien.
2: Yeah, I mean, of course I'm real, bitch. Okay, why'd you <laughs> I mean it's it's so rude it's so rude to say that I'm not real and you're just basically saying I'm some sort of a fake fucking creature. Okay. Exactly. I've been in an attic, and it's bullshit that you would say that I'm not real. Okay. I'm as real as it gets, and I can taste PK and Sandy's and chocolate, just like <laughs> you can. Okay. See? So shut up. Shut up. <laughs>
0: I, you, know, you know, I'm obviously dating myself. I I I have not seen this show, but I do hear Paul Lynn.
2: Yeah, and there's in Seth there. MacFarlane based it off based me right. off of that bitch so that's what happened <laughs>
3: oh.
0: see
1: i i understand me and the aliens both know what it's like to be told that we're not real oh. well
2: i i think that the human equivalent of an alien in terms of politically in america has to be mitch mcconnell not to set up one of my impressions but i'm saying he, like he, his resting face he looks like he is bewildered by human activity just like he's just always like with his chin. what's happening what are we doing <laughs>
4: But Satan is pretty certain that Bradley Cooper is also an alien.
0: Oh, oh yeah. really? That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. He said that in the past. I'm not episode. pretty certain. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know for sure. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt in my mind. Look at the wheels turning on Matt right now. He's thinking, look at <laughs> I know. I he's looking, chill. he's searching for Bradley Cooper. I love he it. like, Well, well I he's
2: Cooper. just like, he's like, <laughs> With me to Memphis, sure you will. (laughs) That's just Bradley Cooper and his stars. Alien, yeah, I love that song. Yeah, yeah, an alien is born. What a movie! (laughs) Wow,
3: uh, Elon Musk's firm Neuralink has the tech to build a real Jurassic Park. The co-founder says,
2: yes, you set me up very well. Uh, You (laughs) set me up very well. Uh, Elon, Elon is directing uh, the newest JP movies. I'm very excited. Yes,
1: yes. But I don't uh, yes. think that they should. Yes. It's like you said in those movies, Jeff. It's just, you know, uh, yeah, maybe they can, but should they?
2: Uh, I have a one song to tell you the answer. Uh, there may be trouble
5: ahead, but while
2: there's moonlight and music and love and romance, uh, let's face the dinosaurs and dance. Uh,
3: yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god. Oh.
1: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Jeff Goldblum is my favorite. Uh, yes. yes. Oh, no. uh, favorite, uh, I, I love favorite. his drive-by
0: Jeff Goldblum there when he goes by the microphone. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. The
2: the beauty the beauty of Goldblum is you can just start any monologue. Get one word right off the top of the bat, you can start a monologue just out of nowhere. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm telling well, you. Uh, who's got a word? Yeah, give me a word. Crayon. Yes. Uh, uh, Crayons uh, Middle school uh, uh, Drawings Yes Drawings uh, uh, Art projects Art projects uh, uh, Paintings Picasso uh, Van Gogh Water lilies Water (laughs) lilies Louvre Louvre Museum in France uh, uh, Artists Art We need more art uh, Trump administration Defunding art No art Yes Art Runs the world Art Garfunkel Simon and Garfunkel Yes uh, Me and Julio Dunbar by the schoolyard, me and Julio
1: (laughs) down by the schoolyard. Yeah, it's just, I don't know what to tell you. Or I'm going to have to it's cap you there because I don't want your brain to get broken. You're like, today. you're
2: like, this is when we knew we made a huge mistake inviting him on the show. No, <laughs> like, this is
3: the
1: best decision ever. Well, Anything
3: else to say about that? I don't think they should try the no, Jurassic I Park think, thing, so. No,
1: <laughs> no, no, yeah, don't. We saw I, how it
3: went before.
1: I don't think it's going to go well. Everything they do just ends up in explosions. You yes, agree. Self-driving cars, rockets, uh, good That's luck. True. That's true. But don't do the dinosaurs thing. Just stop there.
3: The America First Caucus... Which was compared to the KKK ended by uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene one day after the proposal was shared online for this caucus. Yeah, people took a look at this. There was outrage, I guess.
1: This this happened over the weekend, right? Like even the Republicans were like, "What the hell
0: are you doing?" Yeah. (laughs) So she wanted to begin this whole thing, and just a couple days later, it's gone. Pretty much. It was the
4: same day.
0: Same day? Right. Jeez. Yeah. It's
1: like, what if we do this really racist Anglo-Saxon, you know, let's just focus right, on that. That's that, basically that, what that it was. Groups. There was no,
0: like, uh, uh, organization to it. It was just like, let's get a bunch of us together and uh, start a little group. That's basically what it was, right? Mm-hmm.
5: Obviously, you guys mm-hmm. don't understand funny pranks, because that's what this was. <laughs> oh, right. So mm-hmm. funny. Of
0: course.
2: Mm-hmm. I love how it's called America First. Like, it reminds me of House of Cards. Like, Frank Underwood's policy was literally America First. <laughs> right think, right frank right. underwood's like the only worse politician than Mar- actually no marjorie taylor green is still somehow worse than frank underwood but still and yeah.
0: frank underwood was much more endearing than oh Martin yes Henry, i probably, was sure. absolutely i was way more <laughs> endearing
2: yes i mean if i'm gonna cue up one of my impressions i might as well do it don't you think
1: <laughs> very good I like when he would look at the camera and then just yeah. tell you the truth. It's... He looked like he was staring directly into the nipple of
2: God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's now different when Kevin Spacey's yeah, looking I, back at you I never, and saying yeah, that. Yeah, I
1: only watched one episode. But um, <laughs> you know that character was based on Kevin McCarthy? Really? I, I think he was now. giving him a lot of credit. Wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's a real dumbass.
3: Not that smart, yeah. yeah well, that's the
1: whole purpose in Congress is to troll. And you wow. know, they're going to keep doing that. But
4: Satan, did Marjorie ever pillow talk this idea to you? Have you heard this?
1: <laughs> All the time.
4: She's mm.
5: like, I've got this idea. I'm obsessed with it. What if I started this caucus that was secretly racist? And then the more she talked about it, I was like, Marjorie, this is overtly racist. There's no, there's no you're not very good at secrets, are you? <laughs> and she threatened me. And she left in the storm. Thanks for the callback, Death.
1: Uh, As everyone knows, Satan smanged Marjorie Taylor Greene. He's not proud of it. Speaking of callbacks, (laughs) you know where Marjorie Taylor Greene used to
2: intern? The London Museum of Torture.
1: Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, good times. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. After you see the queen, go see how she used to torture people. Yeah, she used to fold. She used to fold the t-shirts in the back. Yeah, that was I her feel job. like that yes. is intentional. They want the children to be afraid. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, let's go to the next one, Jesus.
3: Yeah, there was this terrible shooting in Indianapolis, and uh, it happened at a, a FedEx distribution center. The FedEx shooter was obsessed with My Little Pony and yeah. posted about it before the killing spree.
1: That came out today. What do you think of that, Satan? Yo, no comment on this one <laughs> good old Satan. Even Satan's like, please delete it this. It
5: seems like somebody wants to have a career after this podcast. <laughs> I just, no way I'm uh, commenting on this one. <laughs>
1: all right. I just want to say I feel like they're going to outlaw My Little Pony before guns. That's... Just, yeah, maybe. You know, I could there there is
3: a whole fandom around My Little Pony. The male My Little Pony fans are seriously called bronies. That's a real thing.
1: Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I thought you were a brony, Jesus. I
3: am not a brony, no. I never got into My Little Pony.
1: No, you're just into <laughs> Harry
5: Potter. Talk to
3: me about Harry Potter and Pokemon, though. Oh, that's
5: cool. I will say My Little Pony has has become and is inherently satanic, mm-hmm. even before the bronies started. Mm-hmm. Talking cute horses, you know, we've got a lot of those in hell, let me tell you. <laughs>
1: So just to recap, please do something, America. What the fuck? (laughs) All right, moving on. Something more fun.
3: The Passion of the Christ star Jim Caviezel touts QAnon conspiracy theory about torturing children to create fountain of youth substance. Adrenochroming is a completely made up thing by QAnon who believe Hollywood celebrities and high-ranking Democrats are harvesting adrenochrome from kidnapped and tortured children and using it to stay young.
2: That was a really good one, Satan. It's not it's not children, it's children with food allergies who get adrenaline from epipens. So you gotta oh. be specific. Oh.
3: I'm joking. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> Yeah,
5: just just double checking—you guys didn't know about this because we've been doing this in hell for years and years
1: and years. Yeah, this adrenochrome it's thing has been a, around for a while. Jesus, you're so gullible now. Oh you my guys. bad, so, sorry. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Jim Caviezel—who could have guessed, huh? Wonder wonder why Mel Gibson cast him in the movie. Yeah, what a what shocker! <laughs> um, and who could have guessed that one of the themes of the episode would be uh, children torture? Um, anyway, so. This guy's insane, obviously. Um, What do you think, Jesus? What do you think of Jim Caviezel now? He played you in the Passion uh, of the Christ. You didn't really like it then. Yeah, exactly. Like him even less now, right?
3: I was never a fan of his portrayal. They should have hired me if they wanted somebody to play Jesus. I would have happily Uh done that for them as long as there was a big paycheck involved. And uh, yeah, of course, this is crazy. This is—I'm disappointed he's part of QAnon. I never liked him, but. Yeah, I am She on Jesus.
5: I will say death. How do you <laughs> feel about fountain of youth, the idea of living forever?
4: Well, that makes me obsolete, which mm. I don't love. Yeah. I like a I like a balance, you know. I want to have a purpose to live, but don't overwork me.
1: Well, don't worry, it's all made up. Uh it's all nonsense for lunatics, much in the same vein. Let's go to this next story, Jesus.
3: Florida's new ban on transgender students in sports would allow schools to subject minors to genital inspections. This yeah. is insane.
1: This is insane. This is from the same people who are worried about this these the children so much, right?
3: Right, exactly. Okay. And and now adults are going to start looking at children's genitals. I'm like, sure what that the will fuck? never Where in the wrong. Bible does it say to do that, Jesus? No, th- there is no such thing. And there's trans no people have been playing sports 2-4. in the quote-unquote opposite team for a long time. And it's never been a problem. It's never been an issue for these leagues, for these teams. I mean, the right is just propping this up now because there's there's a Democrat in, in the White House. It's uh, all about uh, yeah, the culture
1: it, issues. Exactly. Exactly. It's back to the bathroom shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, let's focus on that and distract my you.
5: theory is that they're trying to protect Matt gates. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly. Yeah. S- make yes, it seem like it's all right to do. Wow.
1: <laughs> that is wow. The- Satan yes, was the-
3: something I agree with. Ugh.
1: Wow. Good point. Satan. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to wrap up the podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us, Matt friend. Just amazing. It, I'm glad you didn't say thank you for joining us, Matt Gates. Uh, but thank you. Uh,
2: this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Matt Gates's Instagram is
5: also Matterday Night Live, right?
1: Oh, Two. God. It's time for your new commandment. I can't believe I have to say this to the GQP, but thou shall not pretend to care about protecting children from pedophiles in the government and then use the government to inspect the freaking genitals of children. Damn, QAnon, do you ever just take a moment and realize how friggin' stupid and hypocritical you are? I mean, cause like, wow. Holy fucking shit! The Lord has spoken! Thank you for listening to The God Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, give us five stars. And thank you to our patrons. We love you, heathens. The God Pod is made possible by listeners like you. If you support our anti-extremism, anti-cult, pro-sanity cause, join our Patreon. You'll gain an extra 90 minutes a week of The God Pod. Join today at patreon.com slash thegodpod. Thanks, humans.